Welcome to the See My Grief podcast, a Conversations with Kelly production. I'm your host, Kelly Grosslogs, and I want to welcome you to this community where my intention is for those that listen can experience healing, safety, hope, and possibility. This is a space where all grief matters. I want you to feel seen and heard and embraced. To all of you, welcome. everybody and welcome to the See My Grief podcast. I'm Kelly Grosslogs and I am your host for today's episode. I'm going to be speaking on my own today. I do not have any guests with me and I want to come on and do an episode about how our own mental health and our own grief can become very activated and even heavy when there is so much turbulence and violence going on in our world and in our country here in the United States. I know there are many of you that listen from all over the globe. And so I just want to catch you up that we had a mass shooting today in Maine here in the United States and several casualties. In addition, we know that the Middle East is in trauma and turbulence and Ukraine, and there just seems to be a lot of strife and violence going on all over the world. And then, of course, there are our individual communities where things are happening that we don't even know about necessarily all of us. But I just want to say that if things are going on in your own community also that feel very heavy, that are on your local news or in your local newspaper, certainly I want to honor that and hold the space for that. I think right now I'm hearing from so many people that I needed to come on and do an actual episode on this. So things are violent. Things are scary. Things are very uncertain right now in our world. And if you yourself are experiencing trauma or grief, this can feel incredibly overwhelming and almost insurmountable at times. And I think what's important is that we think about ways within our own homes and in our own stories and in our own lives where we can find moments of refuge, moments of safety, and moments where we are feeling heard and seen. I know for some people that are listening to this, they may live in a community where refuge and safety would be considered a luxury and I and I want to honor that and say that I am so sorry for people that are living in communities right now where it doesn't even feel safe to be in your own neighborhood. I do think it's important right now though for the majority of us that listen to this that we talk about ways that we can feel a sense of solace throughout the day. So I've been hearing from many people that have experienced a trauma or a loss in their own lives. And it feels so compounded by the loss and the trauma that's going on in the world right now. And that 
turning on the news can be an incredibly activating experience. It can bring people to a place that feels like panic, heightened anxiety, and then followed by moments of, and days even, of depression and feeling defeated. So today, let's think about the ways you can feel safe. Let's think about the ways that you can feel heard. Who are your people in your life? Who can you talk to about this? The problem is what I'm seeing on social media is these episodes or these events are turning into political arguing on either Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is, the channels that you're on, that people will start to post things that they're struggling with in relationship to these events that are going on. And I've watched it happen throughout the week and the month, and I'm watching it happen today with the violence that is going on in part of our country. I am hoping that we can all collectively show up for each other and support each other, no matter what our political views are, no matter what our opinions are, that right now we need to gather as a collective in this human experience and try to show up and support each other when people are scared, when people are overwhelmed, when people are feeling uncertain. And I'm watching people today post things and then I'm watching people comment and having almost arguments or whatever that may be. Now, all of us have the right to have our feelings and our big experiences related to things that are going on in the world. Those should not really be up for discussion. If people are feeling scared, if people are feeling angry, if people are feeling worried, that should be held. This should be something that we allow everybody to experience. Our grief and our traumas in our own lives are going to get really heightened in times of violence and uncertainty. When you watch the news, you're exposed to children who are being killed. You're exposed to families, entire families that are being wiped out. You are exposed to blood. You're exposed to entire cities and countries that are just crumbling We need to join each other and honor the experiences for each other rather than arguing and feeling like this is a time for our opinions about, you know, whether certain laws or certain politics. That is just, that's not helpful. I'm seeing it as something that is dividing us even more. And really right now, we are at such a vulnerable and traumatic time in this world. And all that I know how to respond to these experiences when I don't have much more control over them is love. It feels like love is the answer. Love is often the medicine when I approach people in grief and trauma. Do they feel love in their life? Do they feel support? Love helps people feel safe. And so can we all, as we listen to this, think about ways that we can pour more love into our neighborhoods, into our cities, into our communities, into our world. 
Some people do that by activism. Some people do that by volunteering. Some people do that by donations. And how about coming back to basic? How about holding the door for somebody? How about greeting somebody with a hello? How about asking somebody, how are you today? And really listening. How about reaching out to somebody? If you know, and I work with people right now whose loved ones have been killed by guns, and I am hearing from them today that seeing other family members experiencing the loss and the trauma related to this type of violence has made them feel like it just happened to them. And they're feeling overwhelmed in their grief. They're feeling re-traumatized. And what they really need is somebody to listen to them and somebody to hear them. Somebody to approach them with love and to help them find a place in their own grief today where they can feel safety. They don't need my opinions about laws. They don't need other people's opinions about laws. I don't need to get them any more activated than they already are. It's not appropriate. And of course, I wouldn't do that. But again, I'm seeing this happening all over our media platforms today. Can we pause? I know there's nothing we can do to erase what has already happened in this country and in this world. But can we all pause? Can we all start to help thy neighbors, our communities? Can we reach out to people that we know have had their own traumas and are going through currently their own experiences with grief and loss and illness and struggle? And can we reach to them and can we love them a little extra? Where in your life right now do you need more love and attention? Can you write about it? Can you share it with somebody you trust? Can you be vulnerable? If you are in a place right now where you can offer more support, who in your own life, let's start there, needs extra love? Who in your own life do you know that is going through their own experiences of trauma, of grief, of illness. Because all of these events, when we live in a collective human experience, events that don't even include our own communities are going to have an impact on us. We are all connected in some way. We all live in a, the same world and we're all impacted and feeling threatened when there is so much violence that is happening around us daily. So today, the purpose of this episode is to ask us to pause and ask us to collectively reach out with open arms to the human race, to the people just in our backyards, at our place of work, and to please try and give out more love. Try to find places to give love yourself. Is it pausing? Is it praying? Is it meditating? Is it walking? Is it having a cup of tea? Is it hanging out with friends? Where can we start spreading more love in this world? It is the only antidote to hate that I know of. Again, 
Can we allow people to have their fear and their worry and their concerns? Can we pull back from wanting to argue? Can we show up with love? And this is something that in all my years in trauma work, in grief work, in end-of-life work, have I only really seen the thing that can make the greatest difference? Can we love people who have different opinions than us? Can we love people that were born in different places than us? Can we love people and show respect for maybe people that have different beliefs and higher powers than us? Can we, can we, can we? Are the questions I continue to propose all of you, all of the people that I'm working with. We are at a very critical junction. We have lost a lot of respect for humanity. We've lost love. We've lost sacred experiences. We've lost the ability to really connect with other humans in a loving way. We are still recovering from this pandemic that has created a huge divide across our country and across our world. And it just feels like each day there's more and more that divides us rather than more that brings us together. So I'm begging and I'm pleading with the people that listen to this podcast or whom are part of our community, can it start with us? Where can we love more? How can we love more? Love at the end of life, I will tell you from my years and years at the bedside, is really the only thing that matters and it is the only thing that people take with them as well as leave behind as the comfort to the people that are grieving them. If love has that much power to cross over all belief systems at the end of life and to be the thing that I have seen make the greatest difference, if it has that much power, I'm guessing it can help mitigate and be what we approach this violence and this divide with. I believe love has the healing power that we need right now. So we start in our own homes. We start with ourselves. We start with our people. We start with our families. We start with our friends. We love them more intensely. Then we branch out into our communities. Then we branch out into the nation. Then we branch out into the world. How can we all today collectively pause, connect, and love more? That is my greatest wish for all of us. I do believe that we all deserve to live in a world that feels less scary. I look at the kiddos who are very scared. Their entire communities are in times of violence. I believe that each one of us deserves to live in a time when things are really hard in our own lives. That needs to be where we focus, but we are so distracted now by this collective violence and trauma and loss and grief. I'm hoping today and going forward that all of us will put more effort into loving and connecting rather than hating and withdrawing or hating and dividing. 
So friends, I hold deep space for all of your concerns today. My entire team and the community at Conversations with Kelly are hoping that we can get back to love and respect. I want you to know that I know many of you that are listening to this are feeling at war within your own lives because of struggles that you're feeling. And I want you to know those matter as well, of course. That's my concern. All the people that are experiencing deep pain and grief from their own lives have this layer upon layer of trauma that's also coming from the outside. So today, my friends, let's try to love each other more. Let's try to reach our arms out, grab other hands, and collectively start connecting. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this for giving some thought to maybe what I've said. I had to come on and do this recording. I feel at a loss today. I've had many people reach out to me. I feel like there's this collective grief and trauma and compound and complicated stuff that nobody is getting a break from. It's day after day after day. And all I can really offer is this power that I have seen love have the ability to heal. And so I'm asking today, please, love more. Thank you for listening. Know that I truly see your grief, honor it, and I'm sending deep, deep love to each one of you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening to the See My Grief podcast. It is my hope that this episode resonated for you on some level and that you feel less alone, more hopeful, and gained insight. These episodes are not to be seen as a substitute for medical attention or psychological treatment. Please see your licensed providers for individual needs. Thank you so much for sharing and subscribing to this podcast so that we can continue to grow our sacred community. I will talk with you next time, friends, and please know this, I see your grief.